Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. 6.08 on a Friday. Mark Aram live getting you through this nasty, nasty Atlanta traffic. Hey, guys. Uh, we got a big show tonight. Comedian John Heffron. 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 Heffron will join us in the second hour of the program. Brittany from Access Atlanta and Doug Turnbull. Smiling Mark McKay and Jay Black next half hour. Next hour, rather. Talking about all the big weekend events and how it might impact your travel plans. First uh, item of business, welcome back to Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on Thank the other you. side of the takeout window. We, uh, we, we feared the worst yesterday because of the coronavirus <laughs> no, scare. No. You came back from your trip to the yeah, West Coast yeah, yeah. sick. We thought that uh, HR put you in quarantine. No, 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 no. That's not what it was. I just had a little something to do. All right. I'd take care of some business. It wasn't corona quarantine. No. Because you still sound. Yeah, I still sound. You went yeah. to the doctor. I went to the doctor a couple of days ago. They didn't give me anything. Did they test you? That's That was my question. Did they test you? Well, they didn't you? test me for coronavirus. Why not? I have no idea. You told them you were out in California, yeah, right? Yeah, I told them everything. She said she listens to the show, though, the doctor. <laughs> well, thank you, doctor, yeah, so. but I'm a Next little concerned, doctor, yeah. that you didn't test the Longoria for, because you're be never zero. sick. No, You're not really. never sick. So it takes a pandemic to get you on, <laughs> it takes you know. A, it takes the coronavirus. It to takes it to get you sick. So I was hoping that, I guess, are doctors not doing that yet? Like, I would think anyone that comes in with any type I of. didn't come from China. I, I mean, saw... it came from San Francisco. But it doesn't matter anymore. Like, I... we got another case in California that popped yeah, up. Yeah, I was watching uh, Good Morning America, the news. They mm-hmm. always have a health segment on there. And they said they are not screening people yet because it it isn't to the point in the United States. So if you go in with flu-like symptoms, they're thinking it's the flu. They're not automatically going to check for coronavirus. Mm, I don't know. I think but it's I time think to step it But I think if I were out in California. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's like that's the hotbed in the U.S. Yeah. right now. We'll find for... out in about a week when if uh, people After are we're sick all here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then we'll all be quarantined together, and we'll luckily all, I'm in this room and to... I lice all my area. Yeah, yeah that's we true. won't be able to miss work because we'll have the same thing, and we all can come to work. No, we won't come to work. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sleeping at your house, having your mother-in-law take care of me, <laughs> making me chicken noodle soup is what's gonna happen. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, all right, so they didn't test you. That's yeah, no. that's this. They didn't uh, give me anything either. They're like, just keep doing what you're doing. Like, all right. They said it was viral. Yes, mm-hmm. it wasn't bacterial. All right. So I paid the thirty-five dollars for. I don't I've know. known you for years. You've never been sick once. Now you <laughs> that come is back, not true. You that come back from true. California, <laughs> and all of a sudden you got you got this cold uh, that you can't shake. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a little shady to me. A little we'll shady out. to me. All right. Uh, speaking of coronavirus, uh, Sandra Parrish, our uh, WSB Capital reporter, is going to join us next half hour. Uh, Governor Kemp has established a task force for Georgia just to show you how this has. Uh, increased in the awareness and and the importance here because Atlanta, listen, Atlanta is an international city now. We have the world's busiest airport. We have flights coming in from all over the world. And uh, we're seeing now more coronavirus cases pop up all over the world. Just quickly, the latest. So CNN.com has this running thing on, uh, on, on the latest on coronavirus. Florida, our neighbors to the south. 
don't know if you've been. Oh, Deb, you were just in Florida. Yeah, maybe it's Deb that brought it. I'm not sick. Florida, you're just a carrier. Yeah, you're just patient zero. Florida is currently <laughs> monitoring 150 people for coronavirus. Mm. So that that's not saying 150 people have it, but they're monitoring 150 people it for Orlando. it. Orlando. Exactly. Uh, 15 have tested negative so far. Four are under investigation. Mexico, this affects both of you, has confirmed its second case of coronavirus. Iraq Iraq announces a new coronavirus case, bringing the total to eight. That's that's weird to me. That there's only eight cases over there? No, that there are eight. Oh. Like, who's going to Iraq? You have well, I, people travel in and out of there to go to other places. I think, right? No. Yeah, I think no other, one's no one's saving fifty dollars on a on a on a layover in 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 Iraq. Like, Clark, oh, Clark Smart. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to Egypt. I'll get I can save fifty bucks for a layover in Iraq. No one's doing that. No one's going to Iraq for business. Like that's what's scary to me is that if Iraq has eight cases, like no one wants to go there. Mm-hmm. No offense to the Iraqis listening, it's not the people. It's the situation. Hmm. That's like, oh, we got another... Uh, drift over from the other borders that yeah, people man. are yeah. visiting? It's like, oh, uh, the Kurds got another case in Syria. <laughs> then that, that, there shouldn't, there should not be coronavirus in Iraq. No one's going there. Okay. No Chinese tourists are going, you know what? Iraq is beautiful this time of the year. Hey, it could be. You the don't flowers know. are blooming. <laughs> yeah, the IUDs are <laughs> dormant. That, that's the most troubling number is that Iraq, of all places, has eight people that have the coronavirus. Uh, and, of course, financially, another down day here uh, on Wall Street. Um, the worst week since 2008 financial crisis. What does that mean long term? Probably nothing. Unless you're like our boss, Pete, that retired today. Uh, <laughs> then it might impact your, yeah. your bottom line. But if you're still working, I, I wouldn't be too worried about that. But it is, I mean, the impact of coronavirus is growing. Don't freak out. Don't panic. But I just want to keep you up to date on the latest. Uh, eight ca- eight cases in Iraq. I guess I should be happy there's more in Iraq than Georgia, which doesn't seem logical to yeah, me. But yeah. maybe. I, I, I don't know how people in Iraq are getting the coronavirus. Makes no sense to me. Maybe I, they traveled to China for I a vacation. I seem to remember <laughs> them about, you know, I seem to remember talking about like flights coming in and out of Italy that were going in and out of Iraq. Of so, course, you want to do a layover in Italy, that's well, fine. Exactly. And I think that's where it came from because Spain also had the same thing. Like it was flights coming in and out. It wasn't people necessarily in Spain. So it's as you're traveling other places. Does Iraq how- even have a commercial airport open right now? Probably. I don't think know. so. You think? Yeah. All right. I, uh, I, I don't think the whole country is scary. Yeah. Chuck, <laughs> Chuck is off today, by the way. So Crystal Catfish Wheeler is screening your call. So please be nice. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm such a skeptic there, Doug. You're you're literally in the chopper seeing the rain. And I'm like, no way it's raining at Spaghetti Junction. I went and turned on the radar. Sure enough, there's a, a patch of showers there on the northeast side of town, up in Norcross, some down around Griffin, and some uh, just north of Macon. So good job, Doug. I doubted you for a you split second. I was like, no way. It's it's perfectly clear in Hibbit Town. But, yeah, it is wet out there. But that seems to be the worst. There's no other uh, rain coming up uh, out of the western suburbs. Should be dry tomorrow for the big events. we got big events downtown. If you want to meet me, I will be at the uh, auto show tomorrow from noon to 2 uh, with uh, my folks from Channel 2 Action News. Always a fun time uh, to get down there if you're uh, a gearhead, car folk. Uh, but don't expect a signed headshot from me tomorrow, Deb Green. Why not? I, they don't have headshots for me. Really? Yeah, every you, year. Are you the only one that doesn't yeah, have them? Yeah, 100%. Oh. Really? Every, yeah, every How year. How long have you worked here? 22 years. <laughs> 
they don't have it in the budget yet to do a headshot? No, they're like, don't you have ones from radio? I'm like, no, I don't have ones from radio. <laughs> no, we don't have those anymore. <laughs> Every either. year, they're like, oh, well, next year we'll make sure. You, this is like four years in a row. Really? Yeah. So all I do, whoever I'm down there with, like last year I was down there with Dave Huddleston. Yeah. And uh, I think Fred Blankenship. I just signed my name on their headshots. I'd be cool to sign Fred's headshot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah it's Mark Arrow. Yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, it's a collector's item. Like, can't I'm, you just go to like a glamour shots? And I'm not paying for anything. Oh, okay. That just shows you my my level of importance. Twenty two years here, <laughs> and they're like, we'll get you headshots next yeah, year. Yeah, next year. We had to cut it out of the budget. <laughs> but anyway, I'll be down there uh, from noon to two. Come and see me. Uh, it's oh, it's a good time. You're a car guy, kind of, right? Uh, yeah, I like yeah, that, yeah. You dig. Uh, the uh, what was that half car half El Camino? Pickup? The El Camino. Yeah. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a muscle head. Yeah. yeah, my dad was that way. I worked in the automotive industry. Do you get yeah. to test drive anything? I can if I want. Ooh. I probably won't. Oh. Yeah. yeah come on. Well, I'm, like a I'm million there. Million dollar car. Out I can't there. like peace out and be like, hey, I'm gonna go. To, you know, I'm I'm there in official capacity. Signing headshots of Sophia Choi <laughs> with my name on it. I believe funny. Cousin Eddie's uh, trailer is going to be there. What? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be cool. Go take I'll, a photo in front I will. Of that. 100% yeah. I will. All right. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Keith's in Kennesaw. Keith, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. Not a whole lot going on. I've tried to call you a bunch of times for fun stuff. But with this coronavirus, you know, when you think about funding for terrorism, you start thinking about who's getting tied together. Maybe that's your Chinese connection with Iraq. Oh, all right. There's a there's an interesting conspiracy theory, the, the Iraqi connection, because that makes no sense, right? Why are there people in Iraq with coronavirus right now? That makes no sense to me. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's got to be something. Yeah, interesting. Uh, and we had a call yesterday uh, from a, a guy from a, a big company saying that they've shut down domestic travel. That's more telling to me than anything else. That's more telling to me than the second case in California today or the 150 people being monitored in Florida, that a company's like, financially, we're just going to shut down domestic travel right now. We're just not going to let you go anywhere. That means more to me than a lot of things. Chip is in Sandy Springs. Chip, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, brother? Not much. How are you, Mark? Excellent. Happy Happy Friday, my friend. Happy Friday to you. So there are cases in Iran. There are cases in Iraq. There are cases in South Korea and there are cases in North Korea. Well, the North Korea one, that, that's a little shocking to me, too. Iran, I, I, I can understand because people actually still go there. Um, to like Some people go to visit and do business and stuff. But North Korea and Iraq don't make any sense to me. Well, uh, it makes a, a ton of sense because everybody in that entire region travels back and forth to North Korea and South Korea because that's their trade routes and it's also their tourism routes. North Korea, though, who's who's what tourist is going to North Korea? No, they're not touristing there. But if you if you live in Iran, yeah, and and you don't think that the Iran and the Iran and North Korea are connected? Okay, I could see trip, but how? Yeah, I could see transmission that way. People from Iran going to North Korea or vice versa. Right, there's, there are no travel restrictions in that part of the world. Whatever dastardly deeds are going on between those two nations. Uh, Deb they, Green. They, don't, they haven't shut down the airlines there. Yeah, correct. Uh, we have a commercial airport open in Iraq currently? I haven't seen anything yet. I'm looking. Yeah. I'd be surprised. Maybe airstrips. I've started watching Homeland again, so my, I've, I've got this. Your, your thought process <laughs> yeah, there. I'm, I'm totally, right now I'm Saul Berenson in, in Homeland going, hey, we got an airstrip in Iraq. We can land you, carry we can get Tehran's you out. still open. Yeah, Tehran yep. Airport still yep. open. All right, there you go. There you go. Uh, unfortunately, we got it. We are talking coronavirus again today. 
50 1-800-WSB-TALK. There are showers in Spaghetti Junction. Doug Turnbull did not lie. We'll get you traffic updates every six minutes and your calls. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. I'm not a big fan of the Fed. You know that. I think they make a lot of mistakes. They've made a lot of mistakes. But I hope the Fed gets involved, and I hope they get involved soon. President Trump today talking about the uh, market financial recession there, all related to coronavirus. That is what we are discussing again, at least at the start of the show. 404-872-0750, wsb talk Melissa's in Gainesville. Mel, welcome to the program. How are you? Hi, great. Uh, I am your unofficial fact checker with a public health alert. Beautiful. All right. Just a slight correction. You said at this time of year, IUDs are usually dormant. IUDs are <laughs> intrauterine devices used for contraception. <laughs> IUDs never dormant. Uh, IED <laughs> is a improvised explosive device. In, in my we, experience, though, to be fair, <laughs> Melissa, in my personal experience, IUDs have always been dormant. They they don't work. But uh, IEDs, yeah, that's a different story. They are, ne- they are never done. Thank you for fact-checking. Did I really say that, by the way? Yes, I had quite a chuckle. Oh, good. Well, all right. You, Mark. At, le- <laughs> at least you left. God forbid the uh, IUDs are dormant. Yeah. Longoria's got another baby popping up around. A <laughs> uh, little Corona. We'll call your baby Corona. Hey, that'd be cool. Little, little Corona Longoria. <laughs> IUDs hopefully are not dormant. Well done. I'm sorry. It's Friday. I'm so sleepy. 404. I'm waking up. More coffee coming at you. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. When we come back, Sandra Parrish with government Governor Kemp's new coronavirus tax, task force. I'll get there. It's the Mark Aram Show on WSV IED. Hey, this is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. I don't want to cause panic. Because obviously we're all very super uh, aware of the coronavirus. But I just went into the traffic center to get a fresh cup of coffee so I could wake up. And uh, Alex Williams and uh, Mike Shields and uh, David Hubbard are in there right now eating day-old bread with old jelly packets. How hungry are they? I don't know. We had a ton of food here yesterday. We got paid today, guys. They're they're (laughs) huddled over in the corner pulling pieces of old French bread. And they have old jelly packets and they're squirting jelly so, I mean, things might, are already getting a little crazy around here that they are that hungry that they're eating old bread with old jelly packets. So if that's it, look at Mike Shields holding up right now, the baguette. Um, so if that's an indication, thank God Governor Kemp has uh, introduced a, a Georgia Coronas Task Force, Coronavirus Task Force, joining us with the story, uh, our pal, the state capitol reporter, Sandra Pear. Sandy, happy Friday. How are you, buddy? I'm great, Mark. How are you? Excellent. So I heard the news driving in today that there is an official Georgia Coronavirus Task Force started by the governor. What can you tell us about this? So it's an 18-member task force, and it's headed by uh, the state's top medical doctor, um, the head of the Department of Community Health, Dr. Kathleen Toomey. And it, um, it's pretty much those you expect. you got the head of GEMA on there, the head of the Georgia National Guard, Georgia's Attorney General, um, you got the head of Grady Hospital, um, someone from Emory Hospital, the GM of Hartsville-Jackson Airport. So they've really tried to, to pull all the, the major resources together. 
And they're looking at, um, they're, they're basically assessing Georgia's preparedness. And Dr. Toomey said today that, you know, they already have plans in place for any kind of pandemic. And so they will just, you know, I guess, you know, use that as, as a base model and then just go from there. She did say, you know, Georgia does not have any cases right now, but they have tested 10. And um, all of those have, have been uh, involved in some sort of travel, but none of them have tested positive so far. WSB Capital reporter Sandra Paris joining us on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, that 10 should have been 11 because Longoria came back from the West Coast with a, <laughs> with a cold. And you went I to the doctor that. in Longoria and they didn't test you. They did not test me, no. All right, don't worry. Sandra's going to call the task force. Okay, cool. We're gonna, we're gonna but put... <laughs> you know it is pollen season. So if you listen to Scott yeah. Slade, you know that we had a high pollen count today. So it could be that. What did, what, what did the governor say uh, about the function of this task force and how it might uh, work in conjunction with whatever is done federally well he he did say he's been on conference calls we know he told us earlier this week he himself had been on the conference call with president trump and now um vice president mike pence is heading up like the, the national task force and so um uh governor kemp said he's been on the phone with mike pence today and that you know the all any any funding that is needed for for um, battling any cases here or testing or whatever is, is going to be there. The, the state shouldn't have to worry about taking on this financial task. But um, I'm not sure how often this task force will meet, but they did meet today at 4 o'clock at the Capitol for the first time. And so they, they you know, they, they allowed the press in just for the pres- for the uh, governor just to kind of greet the task force, and then they kicked everybody out. So I couldn't tell you exactly what they discussed other than ways to make sure that the state is prepared to handle any cases. Just as a Georgia resident, I'm, 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 I'm very excited about this. I'm glad that uh, the governor is being proactive about this. The question I have, uh, you know, obviously the CDC, very central to this whole coronavirus stuff, and it's here in Atlanta. Uh, pros and cons of the fact that the CDC is, is, is in this metro area when it comes to the coronavirus. Well, one of those for sure is, is testing. And Dr. Toomey uh, mentioned you know, there's a, there a bunch of states, including Georgia, they got a bunch of um, uh, bad testing kits. And so they're, they came from the manufacturer that way. And so they've had to um, get other tests. They send them to the CDC themselves, which obviously is just, you know, down the road, so it's very convenient. Um, she says it's about a four- to five-day turnaround, but hopefully in the next few days or next in the next week or so, the state will actually be able to conduct those tests themselves. So, I mean, it has its advantages, I'm sure. WSB Sandra Parrish. Sadie, thanks so much for joining us. Enjoy that uh, fresh mountain air this weekend, and uh, we'll get the very latest from you starting Monday morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. I'll be there. Thanks, Mark. And great to see you yesterday, by the way, at the Pete Spriggs going away uh, party. I know. It was very nice. So I enjoyed sad. it. And it was great seeing everybody. And it was sad, but he was a great boss. And, you know, no one can say enough. What a great boss he has been. Best boss ever, for sure. All right. Thanks, Sandra. You're welcome. Uh, we'll talk to Sandy on Monday, following up on what happens this weekend. Uh, Eugene is calling us from Ohio. Eugene, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's going on? Hey, buddy. Yeah, I'm here with my, my fiance. We're. She's working up here, so, you know, you take the boy out of Georgia. You can't take <laughs> Georgia out of the boy. My man. Uh, any any uh, coronavirus fears in Ohio? Yeah, I tightened up. Uh, there is some. I've seen some people walking around with face masks, but I've heard that that's pretty ineffective. But uh, my tinfoil hat theory on it is if you take a look at the uh, number of infections in China and South Korea, mm-hmm. they're really high. And they're also our two biggest uh, trading partners in Asia. They're they're huge. And uh, 
Yeah, and 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 you know what the the news story was that I saw this morning. uh, I think it was on Channel Two, Japan, which is you know the most western of I would say the Pacific Rim nations. They're closing schools. They are closing schools because of this. That's eye opening. Thanks, Elmer, for checking in in Ohio. Listen on the WSB Radio app, I assume. Uh, when we come back, Russ in Gainesville. More of your calls, 404 872 WSB Talk. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Amen, Doug. Thanks, buddy. Have a great weekend. Uh, Doug will rejoin me, actually, next hour. We talk about some marathon closures tomorrow. First, some breaking news, Longoria, if you don't mind. Where is Hector? Sources tell me they've run out of jelly in the traffic center, and they're oh now they're now putting uh, horsey sauce from Arby's <laughs> nice. on the uh, the day old bread, the Winslow bread. They're putting yeah. horsey sauce now on there from Arby's. So thoughts and prayers. I have something to eat, Mark. What's what's the deal? I, uh, you weren't here yesterday. Did you see the amount of food yeah. there was? The I Pete's Briggs retirement dinner. Oh yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah. It was crazy. Man. There was tons they're, of food. In they're the well, building. they're well fed in there. They're pe- <laughs> they're they're freaking out about the coronavirus. That's all it is. Uh, Russ joins us in Gainesville, Georgia. Russ, come here a minute. What's going on, Russell? How are you, brother? Hey, hey, I'm great. Sitting here with my girlfriend. Um, I wanted to remind you guys something because April second's coming up. And you know that's Giovanni Casanova's birthday. Oh. It also happens to be my birthday. That's right, the uh, the modern-day Casanova. You just kind of brushed off the fact that you were with your girlfriend. you got to throw a name at us, Russ. We, we need to know. What's... Oh, Karen. Karen. Oh. And she's getting a tattoo. Of? Also, we went in there today. Is it of your name? Of my name. No. Where? What, that's what we haven't decided yet. Russ, don't mess Where? with me. Sternum, baby. <laughs> That's love. Are you serious? She's getting a Russ from Gainesville tattoo. Oh, does it say Russ from yeah. Gainesville? Can it be like a well, stamp, like a rubber well, stamp one? Russ's girlfriend or something like that. All right, I'm listen. Here, here's the deal. I'm not even kidding around. If she gets a tattoo okay. that says Russ from Gainesville from the Mark Aram show, I'll pay for the tattoo. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. 100%. Single color. Russ from Gainesville on the Mark Aram (laughs) show. Single Single color. Don't Don't do a full color back piece. No, just do single color. Yeah. Yeah. $500 max. Is that enough? Oh, yeah. All right. $500 max. I'm paying for that tattoo. They told me like 100 bucks today. Whatever. Anything up to to 500. Throw a rose on there or something. Throw a little van. Throw a little van. The ones that say instead of mom, it says Russ. Yeah. That one. You got You got to $100 budget. If the Mark Aram show is mentioned that tattoo, it is on me, buddy. It's it's there. Excellent. I'm going to do it tomorrow. All right, Russ. Have a great weekend, buddy. Uh, Elmer joins us in Canton. Elmer, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Oh, thank you for taking my call. I'm doing great. How about you? I'll give you that same tattoo deal, up to $500, Elmer, if you no, get no, Russ's okay. name. <laughs> got, a, got a question. Go ahead, buddy. Seems seems like back way back when, uh, a week ago, I remember <laughs> them saying that the coronavirus would stay live on if you touch something like a handrail or something like that. I don't recall that. So they that. can't figure out how this this dude in California got the virus. He hasn't been around anybody. Yeah, that's that's the scary to... part is that he hasn't traveled and allegedly, again, we don't know for sure, hasn't been near anyone that did travel or had the exposure. I don't know about that handrail thing. That's the first time hearing about that. I haven't heard anything well, about that. What if, what if he was opening a package of something that came from China that somebody sneezed on over there 
who had the coronavirus. Yeah, I, I don't know the uh, the incubation process. It's and a how, long time. It, they, they say it is more contagious than the flu, but I don't think you could, uh, a, a worker in China that is bagging up your Doritos or whatever. Yeah, I don't think viruses can live on yeah. inanimate objects. They need a host. They need a host like Longoria, yep. who's currently hosting one. Uh, Ka- Carla zero. is in Fayetteville. Carla, welcome to the show. Hi there. I just have a quick story. I have friends, a married couple, who teach at an international school in Shanghai. They left at the end of January for the Lunar New Year. Mm -hmm. They get time off, and they went on a vacation to Italy. And while they were there, their school closed, and they made their way back to the States where they're staying with uh, their family. But they've been told um, that that their school is closed indefinitely. They're doing strictly e-learning. They have kids logging in from all over the world. I, I saw a report yesterday that, like, downtown Beijing, um, they won't let you in the Starbucks. Like, you have to order outside, and they won't touch you. And It's like, you ever go to a check-cashing place with the uh, the plexiglass, like the bulletproof glass? Like that, slide everything under. That's what's yeah. going on in uh, Starbucks in China right now. All right, good stuff. When we come back, comedian John Heffron in studio. Plus, we're going to talk about uh, the retirement of our boss, Pete Spriggs, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. The Mark Aram Show on WSB. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Welcome back to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Coming up on the program, I'm going to do my exit interview with uh, my boss, Pete Spriggs, who's leaving WSB Radio today. It was his last day after 19 years. Uh, we'll talk to Jay Black about uh, all the downtown activities and Brittany Tenenbaum from Access Atlanta. Uh, downtown's going to be a mess this weekend, by the way, starting tomorrow at 7 a.m. They're going to be closing roads for the Olympic Marathon Trials. we got motocross. we got the auto show. we got the Hawks in town. If you want to avoid downtown, I suggest you slide into Buckhead tonight or tomorrow and see uh, our next guest who's on the show tonight, a longtime friend of the show, John Heffern, is at the Punchline stage tonight and tomorrow. Johnny, good to see you, my friend. Good morning. You said the auto show is in town? Auto show. I'll be there tomorrow, in fact, from noon to 2, if you want to come down and shake my hand. Not you, John, but like a listener wants to come down and take a picture, shake my hand, buy a Ferrari, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should I should go with you. There, there's some people at the auto show I would like to see. Come on down. It's it's a fun. I'm saying time. that in a kind of um, <laughs> uh, sarcastic, passive aggressive way. Really, you don't? You, yeah, you against the automotive industry. Uh, one little section of them. Oh, one brand of what? them. Who? Oh, we should go. Want to go? Hold on. Turn off your mic real quick. I'm gonna turn off your mic. You tell me, and then I'll turn the mic back on. Wow, really? Yeah, I used to own one of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. So you want to go heckle them? Or? Well, th- there's a person there. You know, when, when you're, I don't even know how to describe it. When, <laughs> you know, you've been married for 16, 17 years, yes. and somebody violates their non-compete clause. Okay, understood. And, oh. and, and that particular entity may or may not be running some of the show oh. down at the auto show. Dude, I got your back. Maybe we get a, maybe we get a crew. Done. Done. You've got you got Longoria. We get a crew. We'll yeah. show up. What with some John Heffern stickers? Exactly. Put oh, them all over put those, them all uh, inside the there. luxury sedans. Oh, Let's that would it. be funny. Or right. immature. 
and you need to let it go. Or we bust some uh, taillights out. Let's go. Let's take it a step further. Or we just roll in and walk slow. Right past. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we'll walk, like, I'll be in front. We'll all be in tuxedos. Yeah. <laughs> and then the crew will be behind and we'll just do that slow walk. It's, it's just really slow, really intimidating. I always wanted to do And this. then we'll stop and we'll look. And then we'll just keep, keep walking. walking. See, that's a whole that takes a whole different type of person. When I was in college, I always wanted to do this because I was I was the smallest one of my friends. And I'm not a small guy. I'm six foot. You know, on a good day, I'm 200, 190. Um, but all my friends were like six five and just massive. Right. And I always wanted to dress them up in black suits mm-hmm. and go to the mall and have them wear the fake earpieces right. and like surround me just as and just I walk. to go. And just to like, so people be like, who the hell is that guy with these, you know, massive security guards? It's amazing those earpieces, how much, how intimidating they are, and it confuses people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was in Philly, and I was, uh, it was about 2 o'clock in the morning, and walking back from the comedy club to my hotel, and there were some gentlemen across the street, and I was in an area where there's really no reason for you to cross the street. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're on your side, I'm on mine. Yeah. There's nothing on my side you need to get to. <laughs> sure. But me. And they crossed. Right, so they crossed, and then they were walking towards me, and then I'm like, uh, uh, this give me, I just yeah. do not have time for this in my life. I yeah. just want to <laughs> go get pizza and exactly. call it a day. And I put my finger up to my ear and started talking to myself, and I'm like, no, they're fine. They're good. <laughs> and I go, hey, fellas, not, not a good place to be right now. I'm like, no, they're leaving. Yeah, no, no, they're fine. I t- <laughs> and then they were just confused. That's brilliant. Because I, you know, w- with with my certain haircuts and stuff, I might have a undercover sure, absolutely. cop demeanor. I saw you on me. Narcos season two, Mexico. Yeah, and they and they <laughs> walked. They turned and walked across the street. Dude, that that shows me how intelligent stand up comedians are because that's thinking quick on your feet like that. That's just lightning fast reaction to a life or death situation. Well, they could have looked and said he just put his finger in his ear. <laughs> like I had no, I had no nothing then you, then sticking in my ear doing a thing. Then you're just a crazy person. They're like, all right, let's not mess with the crazy guy. That's- yeah, yeah. But I think if you get an earpiece and you wear it, yeah, I've got a bunch for TV. I can give you one. And you're walking around any type of store. Yeah, people are going to think you're security yeah, for the store. Exactly. Uh, if you're out in the street, somebody can think you're just undercover and you got service, you're, you're doing whatever. a tail. The you're tailing somebody. Going, yeah, I got, a, I got eyes on. You just got to say some <laughs> random stuff out loud. Yeah, I got eyes on. Them. I got eyes on the thing. Yeah. The turkey. Unit two, are you in position? Like, the- just say that every <laughs> once in a while. That's freaking all right. Your new uh, comedy album is uh, John Heffron. Brilliant. That's all it is. You're just brilliant because that was that's that- a brilliant thing. Yeah, we should like do a security thing there, yeah. right? And you can just you can hook it up to your favorite, so you could be listening to Taylor Swift. Yeah, while you're walking, just have it all hooked up to your iPod, and then but you you pretend like you're part of security. John is at the Punchline tonight and tomorrow. Tickets available online at punchline.com. I mentioned earlier, I'm saying goodbye to the best boss I've ever had in my entire life, and I, it just occurred to me as a stand-up comedian, you don't have a boss, right? I mean, sure you have a manager or an agent or something like that, but. You don't have a boss boss, do you? No, there's no boss boss. I mean, every time you go to a comedy club, there's a like the guy who, or you know, person, yeah. you know, guy or girl who runs it, who runs it. Yeah. And that changes. Yeah. You know, now the older you get, the younger they, you know, and you always <laughs> yeah. talk to them and they're like, "Oh, you used to manage Dave and Buster's now." <laughs> and now you're a comedy yeah. You know, and you got to hear them who they kind of think they have authority of you. Yeah. I've had that happen a couple times where then you go, "Yeah, you kind of But as it, you're pretty much an independent contractor, right? Yes. So, but you don't you don't have someone that's that calling you up, "Hey, John, uh, I need you to come in uh 
Stacy called in sick. You got you know you don't have someone scheduling you. Yeah, and- no, no, but you deal with managers and stuff like that. I've been lucky. The only real uh, boss boss that I've I did morning radio in Detroit for maybe six or seven years, mm-hmm. and during that time, I probably had six years. I probably had five bosses. Wow, in five different insurance plans <laughs> and five different companies yeah. I worked for. All during that little, you know, every time you go to work, you're like, who's that guy? But, but what's that's, the name of our company? That's standard in the radio business. That's what's remarkable. So Pete Spriggs, today was his last day. He was he was program director here, the number one station in the, in the city for 19 years. That's unheard of. Is he, going, is he staying in radio or is he just He's out? He's retiring. He's retiring. Good for He's him, done. Man. At least they get to do it. That must be nice to that boss because when we got fired, when I was doing morning radio in yeah. Detroit, I'll never forget we played Celine Dion. Okay. Was playing. And we never came back. <laughs> That's how you ended your career? Yeah, it, it was on Celine. Was it top 40? It was Adult uh, AC. So like a B98.5 here in Atlanta, folks. Yeah, it was Adult AC. Yeah. And we played to all the rares and the ones on one. And then, they just and then we all got called into somebody's office and there was HR with oh, a clipboard. No. And then we didn't come back from the song. Fired with cause or just budget cuts or ratings or? New br- wackies. Let's bring in a zoo. Oh, I got you. You know, the so they zoo. can do uh, War of the Roses and <laughs> and He Said, She Said yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and all those, you know, morning showy, hacky yeah, things. All the, that all the gimmicks. Morning, yeah. Unlike lo- the Millennial Match Game, which you can hear every Monday and Wednesday in the Mark Aram Show. Not a gimmick. I, I watched that on Facebook Live. Did you really? Yeah, you do, you do it with one of the yeah, women yeah. Who, who worked downstairs. Exactly. I think I've seen that a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, it's fun. We had a lot of fun. Yesterday we did one with Randy, and uh, I she had to guess whether I was saying a, a guy's name, and she had to guess whether it was an uh, 80s Braves baseball player or an 80s actor. And oh, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't. She got none of them right. Fred McGriff, 80s baseball player or 80s actor? I'm going to say baseball. It is a baseball player. Sounds like a baseball player. Yeah. And I just guess. <laughs> she said McGruff the crime dog. So Yeah, different different things, different, different kind of pro- professions, yeah. right um, around the same age. Let me ask you this. The big story here locally, uh, and I guess nationally, internationally, is the coronavirus. We talked about it last night on the show. Um, one guy called in. He said his company, a big Fortune 500 company, has stopped all travel, not only internationally, but domestically, that none of the salespeople are going out now. Because of fear of catching something at one of the hubs, at JFK, at uh, Hartsfield, at LAX, at O'Hare, you're on the road all the time. Has, has the coronavirus impacted you at all? No, but I'm pretty conscious. I mean, I I wish those masks that people wear. Yeah. I wish they were a little bit more stylish. <laughs> like, I, I said this years and years ago, that because people, you don't want to wear them because then you People just have this mental way. I look, yeah. I look kind of silly. Sure. Or they think I'm the one that has some contagion. Yes. But if they had those masks that had like your sports team on them, <laughs> people would wear them. Yeah. Like you just put like your Atlanta favorite, Hawks. like beer or or like you know, yeah, like whatever. Not, I mean, Corona beer would be sure. the wrong one to wear. <laughs> but you'd have whatever beer or booze. Um, or yeah, your Hawks, people would walk around and you'd be like, oh, that, I mean, what's the difference of having a logo on your mouth or on the top of your head on your hat? It's, I mean, we're talking five, six inches. Like, most, wh- most people would feel more comfortable with. A- and then you're not, and then you're not getting everybody else's cause th- there was a guy yesterday at the airport who coughed and didn't cover his mouth. Yeah. Just did that walking cough. And I yelled at him. Yeah. 
I just like cover your mouth it's, like it has to. It's not this time. But I see a lot of people Cloroxing all their seats. And you got to wash your no. hands. You got to clean up. Uh, you brought it up. I was going to save this for next week, but uh, I'll let the cat out of the bag right now, listeners. Oh, so no. two weeks ago, okay. I, I figured this coronavirus thing was going to be a thing for a while. So we ordered 300 Mark Aram Show surgical masks. Did you really? With our logo on them. Oh, my. Look at that. Yeah. We're and they're like stylish. They're black with the silver logo of the show. And they'll be here next week. So we were on the same wavelength. It's just a little cooler. You know, it's not a Braves logo, but it's the my show logo. So we that's will have good those. that you got those masks because those are in kind of high. Oh, you can't get them anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll give them away next week on the show. I'll uh, I'll send one to you, John, because they're not going to be here until you're after uh, your engagement right. at the punchline. Which uh, so tonight shows at what time? At what time? Don't know. Don't know. Okay. Um, I'm assuming tomorrow. eight, eight, and something, <laughs> and then tomorrow I believe six, eight, and ten. Okay. Uh, a couple of those shows are already sold out. Yeah, you're huge uh, in Atlanta. Show tonight's already sold, but just call anyway. Is this your biggest fan base in Atlanta? Because you always sell out. I here. do well here. I like yeah. I like Atlanta's show. I, I like the punchline. It's just yeah. good. I just feel like some weeks you feel like you're working or you're on the road. When yeah. I'm here, I'm just like, oh no, I'm just I'm back home. I just haven't been yeah. here in a little bit. Exactly. It's, you get the home field advantage. Yep. Uh, can you hang out one more segment? Sure. All right, Jenna Heffron uh, uh, in studio. He's at the punchline tonight and tomorrow. Again, if you want to avoid the craziest of downtown, just head to the Landmark Diner in Buckhead and laugh. Your tushy off. Uh, we'll come right back. It's the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Me and John Heffron in studio. He is the punchline stage tonight and tomorrow. And you may or may not see him at the auto show with me tomorrow at the Georgia World Congress Center. I will be there noon to two. Um, but there will be other WSB TV luminaries down there. Fred Blankenship will be there from 10 to noon. It, it's a good time. The one drawback to the auto show, John, and I'm gonna go, I go every year and do right. this. Uh, well, two drawbacks. The first drawback is they still don't have headshots of me. Like they have headshots of every other TV personality. So if someone wants an autograph, I have to sign someone else's headshot. Oh, that's be like, I'm not Fred. It's Mark Aram, blah, blah, blah. What if, uh, do you have kids? No. You don't have kids. Yet, no. Um, I was just find a local elementary school, and when they get their class pictures, just, just sign in. up for the A package, and I believe you get like 58 by 10s. I used to do and that. And that's enough, unless you're going to Comic-Con or something. You can get away with only 50. 50 yeah, I don't have that many fans. Uh, you grew up in Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. The, uh, in Connecticut, where I grew up, it was Caldor was the store, the pre-Walmart store. It was the local store. And every year... Not not school pictures, but my mom would take me to Caldor where they had the professional photographer. Yeah, with the backdrop exactly. of like the Venetian blinds or that, the bookcase. And we're we're similar age. Did you go through that? And what what store was we the ours taken? was either at Sears. Okay, they had it, or this place called Olin Mills. I've heard of that. Olin Mills, yeah. and then they put the real nice logo Olin Mills <laughs> yeah, on the side. Exactly right. And it was always like horrible posing. Yeah, this is this is before glamour shots. This was just you bring your kid. They do a backdrop, either like a blue sky or like. Or they a give fence. you a football or something. Even if you don't play sports, yeah, you're just, I, there's a couple that I'm holding football props. Yeah. I'm like, I'm never even. You're a big BMX guy, right? You yeah, but I like, I, why, why am I holding a lacrosse stick? Like, I don't even play lacrosse. <laughs> lacrosse. Like, like, yeah, it's weird. Like, you have a lacrosse, football, and then a soccer yeah, ball all exactly. in the same. All right, so the same Olin thing. Mills. If there's an Olin Mills around, I'll get headshots made there. Yeah, you should. Uh, I know you're uh, big on social media and, and the website. Where the where can the folks find you hey let's push the instagram which is yes. comedian john heffron 
on that. Heffron? I've been saying Heffron all the time. It's Heffron. Or if you want all my links, I have brand new albums out. If you text the word John, J-O-H-N, to the number 90210. uh, So in my defense... A link on will YouTube, show up on your phone. Your name is pronounced a, a, a myriad of ways. Hefrin, Hefron. Yeah, I've been called worse, but it's Hefrin. Hefrin. But it's spelled R O N. Yeah. But right. it's one of those things in life where I'm, I'm just happy people don't call me Jeff because there's F's <laughs> and Hefrin yeah. and then John. So people like kind of so don't call him mesh Jeff it Hefron. as or like Jeffron. They'll kind of John Hefrin. Yeah. All right. I'm glad we cleared that up. Good. All right. Uh, well, send me those masks. Yes. <laughs> and we'll see you at the auto show tomorrow. Yeah, let's go. All right, buddy. News, weather, and traffic next. Hang tight. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Cal Penn, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Keep packing the animals two by two. Ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Pack them in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the dust, chip and hell. Tell me about the master play. Oh, my Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Quick programming note. Uh, Monday, Deb Green, we're going to do a special Super Tuesday preview show. Mm-hmm. We'll have uh, Greg Bluestein, Bill Crane in studio. Monica Pearson. Monica Pearson will be in studio. So that's 7 p.m. on Monday. Very cool stuff. Uh, maybe the last act by our former boss, now former boss, Pete Spriggs, our program director, retired today. Today was his last day, and he left early, which made me sad because I didn't get to see him. Uh, But he has been the program director for 19 years for WSB Radio, and let me just say, we could not have asked for a better boss, truly the greatest boss ever. He uh, got us through some tough times, got us past 9-11, got us through the loss of many a co-worker here Always a smile, always could rally the troops, and was always, you felt like he was in your corner at all times, and I'm going to miss him dearly. I was with him for the whole 19 years. Deb, not as long, but Pete's no. break's just amazing. He got you onto this show. Yeah, if it wasn't for Pete, I actually probably wouldn't be in radio anymore. I was really close to walking away from everything, and he gave me an opportunity, so yeah. I'll always be grateful for amazing. that. Amazing. And and he survived uh, a liver replacement surgery. We forget that not oh, too yeah. long ago, yeah. and we almost we almost lost Pete. Longoria, uh Talk real quickly about what Pete's meant to you and your career. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, when I first started here, I mean, as soon as I got here, you know, he greeted me with open arms and and pretty much, you know, as soon as I started running all the shows, he he trusted me with like Neil Bortz's show yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Bortz, yeah. And, um, you know, that was that meant a lot because, you know, uh, I understood how big Bortz was and for somebody new to the to the city and even yeah. new to the state, you know, to just trust me with that. That was that was, yeah. you know, it meant he, a lot. He's the guy that. When he came here, he uh, he opened up my talk career. He recognized that I could do more than just traffic, and he has allowed me to do what I've been doing for the last some odd years and giving me this nightly show. So all credit to Pete Spriggs. He'll still be around. He's still with us. Yeah, He's just yeah. going to be enjoying a great retirement, but truly. Well deserved. I wish you could have the boss I've had for the last 19 years for at least 19 minutes of your life. That's how game-changing he was as a boss. Uh, we wish you well, Pete. We love you. We will miss you. And now I can text you inappropriate things. Because <laughs> and you won't get in trouble. Yeah, I won't get in trouble. So we'll be doing a lot of would-you-rathers with Pete Spriggs on the uh, cell phone. I am not going to text would-you-rathers yet with Brittany Tenenbaum because she is still part of the company. Joining us on the program, as she does every Friday, the uh, the star of what's going on around in and out of Atlanta from Access Atlanta, the beautiful the talented, 
the luxurious. I'm describing an automobile now. <laughs> it's Brittany Tannenbaum from Access Atlanta. Britt, how are you? I am great. It is Friday. We're feeling good. We are feeling good. I, I was. I'm in that car mode because of the auto show tomorrow. I'll be there from noon to two. Are you going to be signing headshots? Uh, yeah, but not mine. Oh. Because they still don't have headshots oh for me God. from Channel Two. Yeah. Seriously. So I'll be signing Fred Blanket ships headshots <laughs> with my name, but that's okay. I'm that's not amazing. bitter. Uh, the the auto show just one of uh, a bunch of big stuff going on in town this weekend. Yes, that is happening all weekend over at the Georgia World Congress Center. If uh, cars don't interest you, perhaps you would like to attend the travel and adventure show uh, going on at the Cobb Galleria Center. That's also going on all weekend as well. Josh Gates and Samantha Brown will be there. They are uh, travel celebrities that Beautiful. can uh, can sign some headshots. I think we're giving away a cruise or something. Are like we that on the radio? Well, Not I'm entering. Me. Oh, okay. I think the radio, the radio is running station? a contest. Okay. Yeah, Got it. So. Um, and then if you're into oyster, oysters and crawfish, Ooh. are you into crawfish? Have we talked not about so crawfish? Not so much, but I'll eat them. Okay. They're kind of hard to... Yeah, yeah. It's not worth the effort sometimes. Right. Exactly. Well, uh, this is the 17th annual Oyster Crawfish Festival over at Park Tavern in Piedmont Park. I think the weather's going to be nice, so you can go and check that out. General admission is 30 bucks. There'll be live music, entertainment, and uh, get your oyster and seafood uh uh, fish right after the uh, fest the oyster fest last week at uh, yep. House Lounge. Lots of oysters and crawfish festivals going on in the ATL. Something else, if you like bourbon, are you a bourbon guy? I prefer scotch, but I will drink bourbon. Okay, so beer, bourbon, and barbecue over at Atlantic Station is going down as well. I've been to that before. Have you? Yes. So they, I think that this is the one where they might roast the whole pig, yeah, which kind of freaks absolutely. me out a little bit for a kosher girl. Yeah, like don't me. look at it. Yeah, I'm not going to look at it. Um, <laughs> but if you're uh, wanting to sip some bourbon and eat some barbecue, general admission for that is $39 over at Atlantic Station beer sipping, bourbon tasting, music listening, and barbecue eating. That's good stuff. That's Come good around stuff. here. Come what around you here, guys, y'all. You guys have any plans this weekend? Anything I plans? am doing a girls' weekend in Serenby. Have you been to Serenby before? I have. It's Isn't it really great? Cool. Like retirement life would be really nice out there. It's 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 the restaurants are really good. Do you have reservations yep. yet? I think we're going to Farmhouse oh, either yeah. tonight or tomorrow night. Beautiful. There's a sushi spot. Sushi spot is very, they have all you can eat sushi. Yep, there. and we're doing a uh, private Pilates session very tomorrow. Nice. Actually, I, is it? I don't know if it's private. It crash, might be good. I want to crash girls. Come weekend. on, Sarah. only if you can do Pilates, which for you that I can might. Try. I could try. Okay. I can do hot yoga. Yeah. Oh, really? Have yeah. you done hot yoga? Speaking before? of which, they have goats there. Yep. Goat yoga. Goat yoga. My friend has done uh, goat yoga before. I saw somewhere else. I need to look this up. I think it's about an hour or so outside of Atlanta. They do uh, pig yoga. Yeah. Koala yoga. Oh wow! So you just see all these pictures of koalas jumping around. People That's that are amazing. in like down dog position and yeah. uh, planks and stuff and. Um, Looks very The problem is I wouldn't pay attention. I would just pet the koala and play with them. Yeah. Like come over here and just like yeah, hug the give pig. Me a hug. Yeah. Give me a hug. Forget Brittany. down dog. Um, just want to kiss the pig. All this stuff is available on WSBTV.com. Where can we find you on social media, pal? Yes. Uh, Access Atlanta is at Access ATL on Instagram. I'm at Britt Elise. You can watch Access Atlanta on the WSB Now uh, stream, Roku, Amazon, Fire Stick, Apple TV. What, el- what, I want, what else am I, I missing? I want major weekend girls trip stuff in your Instagram story. So this is what we're going to do. I already yeah. told them today. None of us know what TikTok is okay. and how to do it. You're going to try We're going to master the TikTok. All right. Let me know because I don't know how to do any of that. <laughs> okay. I'll All teach right. you. Britt, always a pleasure. Have a fun weekend, buddy. Thanks. You too. Normally when it comes to uh, traffic delays, we blame it on the weather or a bad crash, but uh, pretty soon we're going to be seeing delays because of people that are in really good shape. Marathon runners joining us on the Mark Aram Show right now from Triple Team Traffic, Doug Turnbull, Smiling Mark McKay, and WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black. 
Marathon runners causing delays, guys. What What's going on here? So tomorrow, Saturday, for the first time, Atlanta will host the U.S. Olympic trials in the marathon. So the top three runners in the men's and the women's division will be going to the Olympics. So this is the closest we've gotten to the Olympics since we had the Olympics. I've never even heard of such a thing as marathon trials. Yeah, yeah. So this this is the race to determine who gets on the team. Four years, one race to determine who goes wow, to the Wow, so Olympics. a lot of pressure tomorrow. Um, when, where, and how many runners, Jay Black? So the field is 700, which is a record. <sighs> so there's about 500 women, 250 men. There's okay. about twice as many women running in this in men. The marathon is 26.2 miles. So the course, it's not going to be the Olympic course okay. that we had uh, back in 1996. They're going to start and end at Centennial Park. They will go north on Peachtree Street, by the Fox, by the Margaret Mitchell House, basically turn around right here at the radio station. They're going to turn around at Peachtree Circle. And do a loop back. Yep, go back down Peachtree, then head over toward the Martin Luther King Jr. site, then come back up through Centennial Park. They'll do that twice. And then on the third lap, they will, instead of coming by Centennial Park, they'll go by the Capitol, they'll go by the Olympic Cauldron, which will be lit. They're going to light the Olympic Cauldron wow. for this for the first time since the Olympics, go past Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and then finish at the park. All right, that, that's very convoluted, yes. but thank you. Uh, traffic-wise, that means we're going to see some major arteries shut down, Doug, when and where? They, they start as early as 7 or 8 a.m., right, Jay? They started uh, So the race is at noon, but they're going to start closing roads before that. Just like we see with the Peachtree, where they close away yeah. beforehand. And so it's going to be on that loop for Peachtree all the way to Centennial Park, and not only will you see the major roads like Peachtree and the roads around the park shut down, but also a couple of exits off the downtown connector, too. Smile Mark McCain, a previous uh, lifetime, previous career, was an anchor for CNN International Sports. You covered the long-distance running scene. These are some of the best of the best of the best coming in here. They are, and they uh, they hail from countries that don't have our climate, per se, so that'll be interesting to see how they deal with a potentially cool weekend. Maybe you know, running, is, uh, running is something that uh, you need cool weather to get some good times, and so a lot of folks will be here. I'm curious as to how they're going to handle our streets, which uh, are renowned for having metal steel <laughs> plates right. in them and potholes along the way. Yeah, so this is for the for the U.S. team. So we have a lot of locals in here. The Atlanta Track Club is kind of your local home team for yeah. track and field, and there's a few contenders in there. But I talked to a lot of the runners, and they say the thing about this course is it's really hard because if you haven't noticed, there's not a lot of straight roads in Atlanta. Yeah. There's a lot of hills. And when you're running 26.2 miles, hills are a little problematic. As, as Captain Herb used to say, they just paved over the old Indian trails. And that's, that's basically <laughs> that's what we got here. So, well, now I understand your your interest in this in the marathon trials, Jay Black. The fact that there's two times as many women running as men. So that's well, why you'll be down there covering uh, that. It is a little um, intimidating when yeah. you go over to the Atlanta Track Club and realize you are the biggest person there. Yeah, you're. Yeah, uh, really, really great. The elite of the elite going to yeah. be trying to get into the marathon. Again, uh, traffic implications, Doug. Well, right, so not only are you going to have those road closures, but you also combine the auto show, which is already underway. That goes through the weekend, and Supercross, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, is going to draw a big crowd there. All of that descends on downtown. We have one of these marquee weekends, seems like every six to eight weeks yeah. now, with a confluence of events. I'm glad you brought up the auto show. I will be down there tomorrow from noon to 2 if you want to come see me and check out some fantastic wheels. So I was going to do the marathon trials, but I had a prior right. obligation <laughs> to do the car show. Uh, but this is this is a big deal. Good for the city. We wish the runners all the best of luck. Any predictions on who's going to qualify, Jay Black? The, the, the two locals that probably have the best chances, Matt McDonald, who... 
Oh, right? Maddie, Maddie Mick. Yeah, 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 Maddie Mick. He graduated from <laughs> Princeton, and now he's going to Georgia Tech to get a doctorate in chemical engineering, and he's the top-ranked Atlanta uh, in the field. He's such an underachiever, yeah. though. I uh, mean. Will, Wilkerson, Wilkerson <laughs> Given is the second-ranked uh, local here. He's uh, also an entrepreneur. So there's a lot of good storylines with uh, with locals in this race that I've been following all week. With the uh, road closures and the setup, Triple Team Traffic will have us covered uh, throughout the morning, afternoon, and to deep into whenever they finish. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, of course, our traffic center staff 24-7, and we've got it smiling live in the app as well, continuing to oh, monitor be, the closures throughout. And you, the delay. Would you be happy? Would you happen to be speaking of the Triple Team Traffic Alerts app? That's the one. Yes. All right. <laughs> yes. So the app will be updated. Uh, so there you go. Uh, a lot of runners, a lot of in-shape people going to be on our streets, so uh, give them a wide berth. But if you can, come down and see me at the auto show at the Congress Center, noon to 2. Jay Black. Doug Turnbull, Smiler Mark McKay, always a pleasure, guys. Hey, pleasure for us, too. All right, thanks, fellas. Uh, Triple Team Traffic Reports, of course, tomorrow through all the road closures. We'll come right back. Final segment of The Mark Aram Show. Final segment of the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, Longoria is back, but Low T was gone today. I didn't even mention that really. Low T wasn't here today. <laughs> we we miss you, Low T. Yeah, he's out hunting. Uh, he is out. Is he? Is that what he's doing? Yeah, him and his wife went up north something, and I think he said he can hunt out there. Oh, oh he's snipe reason. hunting. He's snipe <laughs> hunting. Uh, Longoria, I want you to take care of yourself this weekend. Uh, well, Get some yeah. rest. Don't yeah. do anything crazy. No, I just got my daughter's birthday this weekend. That's it. Oh, oh good. God. Give all that coronavirus. The coronavirus. To all the There's at least ten all kids that might kids. get it. Yeah. Am I not invited to the birthday? Well, you you're gonna have to be at the the auto show from 12 to 2, and that's exactly what time her party is. Have it at the auto show. Well, there you I go. guess I could, yeah. Uh, Monday, again, programming note, Deb Green at 7 p.m., a special Super Tuesday preview show live in studio. We're going to have Greg Bluestein from the AJC, Bill Crane, Monica Pearson. Erickson. Eric Erickson, other dignitaries. So keep that on your calendar for Monday. All right, let's do Star of the Show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? The leader of all leaders, Peter Quincy Edward Spriggs III, our program director, had his full last name, day. Really? No, I make that up. <laughs> I, was like, wow, I always call him that, though. Name. Peter Quincy Edward Spriggs III. Uh, after 19 illustrious years at WSB, he calls it a career. Best of luck in retirement. Pete, you are truly the star of the show tonight and every night. We will continue the conversation throughout the weekend on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. You and me. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.